I'm Johnny Corridor, and welcome to Even the Little Things podcast. Yes, today we have a special guest. Hello, I'm Vincent Lee. Yes, we are so excited our friend Vincent could join us today to give us advice on being an AP slash honor student and discuss our experiences together. So if that sounds interesting, please stick around. But before we start, we just want to remind everyone that we're not professionals in any field and that this podcast is just to talk about the big and even the little things teens go through. Uh, so without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Guys, I'm so excited that we have our first special guest. Vincent, would you like to introduce yourself to the podcast? Yeah, of course. Um, Like Hannah said before, my name is Vincent. I'm going to be a junior at Liberty, like Hannah and Duani. And I've been friends with them for like over a year. I love listening to music and watching Netflix. Um, I'm in Key Club, which is a volunteering club, which I love to be a part of. Yeah, he's a really cool person, and we've been friends for a little bit now, and we just thought he'd be a good person to have come on the podcast today, because we're going to be talking about uh, AP classes. Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, how was your guys' week? Uh, my week has been pretty chill, I, like like the rest of quarantine has been. I've just been, as I said, watching Netflix and reading our AP Lang book, Outliers, which is pretty cool. Same. What kind of shows on Netflix have you been watching? Um, right now I'm watching The Politician, which is really good in my opinion, and it's really funny. <laughs> it's like about this guy that he's running for, or first he runs for school president, and then later he runs for um, state senate. And that sounds really boring, but it's actually really funny. No, that sounds really fun. The other day, um, I think a lot of people have already seen it already, and this is like my fifth time watching it, but I was watching Knock Down the House with AOC and all mm-hmm. the other amazing women that were running for, like, Congress. And I know that bores a lot of people, but it was so interesting for me, and I actually cried at the end <sighs> when she was talking about her dad. I just, I was just crying. Uh, what about you, Duani? How was your week? Um, mine's been kind of busy. We have, like, stuff going on in our house. But, yeah, just finishing up um, summer homework for AP classes. Uh, I am not done with the AP Lang book yet. I wish I was done, but I... It's, I don't know why it was just taking so long for me this time, because it's not like a fiction book. So it's a nonfiction book. It's like Outliers yeah. by Malcolm Gladwell, I think. Anyways, while we're on the topic of AP classes, uh, what kind of AP classes are you guys going to take this year? Um, this year, I'm going to be taking AP Calculus, AP Chemistry, AP Lang, um, AP Language and Composition, and AP Spanish. What about you, Tony? I'm taking AP Bio... AP Language and Composition, AP Calculus, AP U.S. History, and AP Spanish. And I'm the least impressive because I'm only taking two this year. I'm taking AP Lang, like them, and I'm also taking AP U.S. History. So, yeah, we just thought it would be uh, a good idea since school is starting for a lot of us uh, to share advice for taking AP and honors classes and share some experiences. Let's go into the first most basic point or disclaimer, which is that AP classes or honors classes are not for everyone. Yeah, uh, especially if you're like a freshman right now and you're wondering whether you should take an AP class or an honors class. Uh, I think the answer is that 
like you've probably heard that these classes are very challenging and they really are but what I can tell you is that uh only you know what you're capable of uh if you listen to our high school advice podcast you know that we said that but only you know what you're capable of and some people are just AP courses are just like not for them yeah I agree um I think you said it pretty well AP classes it really like depends on like we're going to talk about this later but how much you put into the class and less about like your intelligence and yeah just it's not for everyone yeah and don't feel like you have to take it because your friends are taking it or because um your parents are pressuring you or if anyone's pressuring you um take it if you know that you're capable of doing it and if you're up for a challenge yeah and just remember that no one should be shaming you for not taking ap classes and no one should be heckling you because you are taking them just know that these if you are taking it that's great and if you're not taking it that's great just know that um ap classes and honors classes they're just not for everybody and so we're going to be talking about them and um maybe it'll inspire you to take one or maybe you'll just decide that's not for you let's get into the misconceptions about ap classes the first misconception is that you have to be smart to take ap classes and the answer is no, you don't have to be um, smart to take AP classes. Anyone can take an AP class. Yeah, and even though it's probably recommended that you consider your skill levels and your grade, um, I don't think that um, you have to be, like, quote-unquote smart to take any AP classes. Anybody can take any AP classes. And um, if, if you're not taking an AP class, you can still be – you're still smart. Taking an AP class is a personal choice, and everyone is different. I would just suggest to just take what you're interested in, and just don't feel pressured just because, like, your friend is taking a particular AP class and that you should take it. Just do what you want to do, as cliche as that sounds. Yeah, definitely. The second misconception is that AP classes are super, super hard, and you won't be able to sleep. Yeah, I mean, AP classes are hard. Uh, we're not going to lie about that, um, and they are sometimes very stressful, but it's not as stressful or sleep-reducing as a lot of people are going to tell you that they are. Like, I know when you probably went in, if you're a freshman, when you probably went in for, like, freshman orientation or you, like, last year when you were in middle school, they probably told you, like, this is super hard, um, you're going to have to, like, lose a lot of hours of sleep and stuff like that, and um, even though it is hard, it, it doesn't mean it's going to be really challenging for you or you're going to lose a lot of sleep from it. Yes, you'll have to apply yourself and there will be some nights where you might have to pull all-nighters or stay up really late to study. But just because something is considered hard doesn't necessarily mean that it will be hard for you. And to add on, don't let something being hard stop you. Um, challenging yourself and pushing yourself to do better is very good for you and applying yourself as well. Um, the classes we've learned from weren't from the easy ones, so definitely challenging yourself is a key part of high school, I feel like. And taking rigorous AP courses, even though it might like drain you, it's like it'll teach you some skills that you need for your future. <laughs> Yeah, and just because something is hard for one person doesn't mean it's going to be hard for you. Um, for example, um, freshman year, there's people who are telling me that 
and this certain AP class I took, this AP history class, was going to be, like, the hardest thing ever, and, like, they never got any sleep, and it was really horrible, but for me, it turned out pretty easy, and I was able to learn a lot from that class, and so you just have to take everything that people say with a grain of salt and decide for yourself whether you think it's best or not. I agree. Yeah, definitely. You just have to make sure that you don't procrastinate and get your work done in time, and you'll have probably you'll have a fun time. Next misconception is that you have to take the end of the year test, the AP test, that um, in May. And the answer is like those tests are optional. Yeah, they are optional, but I do recommend that you take it. If you study and you apply yourself well, and even if you don't study, a lot of the times um, people get really good scores and it's able to really benefit them. Mm-hmm. Those tests don't impact your grade at school, and you don't have to show or share your score. It's a personal thing. And taking those tests um, can be beneficial for future endeavors, too. But just don't feel pressured to take them because I've known a few friends that just took the class just to learn something out of it and not necessarily take the test for, like, college credit or whatever. And that's okay to do. And yeah, if you want to get college credit or anything like that, I would definitely say taking AP classes would be very beneficial. But like Winston said, if you just want to learn something or get something out of that class, um, the tests are optional and you are not required to take them. Yeah, and I just have to also put out there that just because you take the test doesn't mean you're going to get any college credit. You have to get a, a three and above, and if you really do look into a lot of universities, it's actually a four and above um, for a lot of things if you're um, wanting to get college credit on them. So um, it's it's not necessarily for everybody because not everybody is willing and probably wants to spend money on a test that they're not necessarily to get anything out of but it is beneficial if you study hard for it so now we're going to move on to the advice and we just want to say that this advice will not guarantee you a five on your ap exam or a in your class um it's just personal advice that might help you and answer some questions you have you have to put in the work you have to put in the effort to get the results that you want so this advice just might be helpful for um, ap classes as well as normal classes The first point of advice that we want to give to you is look into learning resources besides the classroom and your teacher. Uh, Yeah, um, teachers do not hold your hand, especially in high school. Um, Some topics might be confusing, but thankfully there is the Internet. Um, Some good resources are um, Heimler's History on YouTube, Crash Course for History, Marissa Marabella, and others for chemistry and science, and, of course, Quizlet. Um, Outside resources can help you understand this the subject matter in class better. Um, Just remember that um, there is learning outside the classroom and that your teacher will always be there to help you. Definitely. High school is more independent than middle school, so you definitely have to take time outside of school to study for it if you want to get good grades, if you want to understand the topics more, and there are multitudes of resources that you could use. Yeah, and especially for an AP class, you have to understand that you can't just simply attend the class and think that you're going to get a 5 on the AP exam or you're going to get an A in the class. And I think that goes for most classes as well. You have to put in the work and really apply yourself. And if that means you have to look into other resources besides your teachers, like we said, with different YouTube channels and using Quizlet to help you study, then that's great. And there's so many other online resources um, that are available to you. 
Another piece of advice would be uh, communicate with your classmates, and this doesn't mean cheat or do the divide and conquer strategy. This means it's helpful to talk to classmates about subjects in the course you struggle with because chances are they might also be struggling with it or they might know more than you do, so it can be really helpful to talk with people in your class that are taking the same subject. Yes, and um, additionally, I found that group chats can be helpful. Um, not only is it fun to connect with people who are doing the same classes as you, but it can also be helpful to, dis- to discuss confusing subject matters or m- maybe also you forgot the homework. But um, it's just a good way to ask questions like about a deadline or something or if you need help on a project or if you need a partner, um, the group chats are a good way to go. Uh, communication is key. Yeah. And um, when you're taking an AP class, um, if you probably notice at your school, the whole, the whole grade isn't in these classes because they are selective. And so um, you're kind of bonded with these people because you'll be taking classes with these people for the next like four years, uh, assuming that they all continue to take AP classes. And so it can really help um, build friendships. The next piece of advice is specifically about reading textbooks and passages. You have to learn how to be good at reading key details and skim passages, especially for AP classes, because they require a ton of reading and writing. Yeah, and um, when I was taking AP World last year for homework, the teacher would assign us like about 40 plus pages for homework, and then we would have like a quiz the next day or something like that. And uh, you might be thinking, oh, 40 plus uh, pages for a week, that's not bad. And it's okay. It's just that it was a lot of reading. Um, And you don't necessarily need all those details, especially because on the AP test, a lot of the questions are not memory-based. It's like application-based. I agree. Even though um, teachers make you read a lot, it's not really about the details. It's just about um, absorbing the material into like your head and using that knowledge to apply skills that you need for the AP test and tests in class as well. Yeah, and like a lot of the times, the information in the textbook is very, very long and like confusing sometimes, especially if it's like science or like really long passages that kind of have nothing to do with like with the thing that you're trying to learn about. And so another thing that's helpful if um, you don't necessarily know how to um, technically like skim and read things is to go on YouTube and listen to a passage summary on that your textbook. That doesn't mean like don't read the textbook. You should definitely like take time to read some of the textbook, but that can be really helpful. Yeah, and it is important in these AP classes that you develop these reading skills and are able to pick out the key details because it will not only help you for those classes, but it can also help you with the ACT or the SAT too. The next advice that we have is find your own study method. You just have to remember that what works for you might not work for someone else and vice versa. So you just have to um, try out a couple of study methods and see which one fits you or which one helps you the most. Yeah, and um, it wasn't until, like, this year that Duani and I decided that we should study for chemistry at the library on Saturdays, and it actually really helped us, and I felt like we did better on our tests because we were studying together and um, bouncing ideas off each other. Yeah, definitely. So that's, like, one method. You could go to the library and study by yourself or with someone, and there's, like, multiple different things you can do, but this is just one that worked for us. Yeah, and... 
um, sometimes studying by yourself may not work. And I know there's like a traditional method of reading the textbook or reading the source material and taking notes. But for me personally, I realized during this past year that I get really kind of bored taking notes. I My attention span isn't as good as I would like it to be. And I kind of get really distracted easily. So if taking notes or doing the traditional way of studying is not how it works most effectively for you, then you need to find something that works effectively for you. Definitely. Um, although, like, Han and Duani like studying together, I personally feel the opposite. Like, I can't work with others, and that's just me because everyone has their own, like, studying methods. I like just reading the textbook, taking my own notes, and that's just, like, something I prefer to do, and that really helps me. And so just finding what you um, personally, like, are successful at, like, finding that is is essential to being successful in your studying habits. Yeah, and also there's people who, like, rigorously study for every single thing, and there's people who don't study for anything, and I think it's important to find, like, a happy medium. I don't think that you should be studying for every single little quiz, like, really, really hard, like, every single night. I think that, um, you know, it's important to, like, make a balance of studying. So, like, maybe for studying that night, you can read the textbook, or you watch a short video, and that's your studying. Or maybe you do need to spend a, a weekend really getting to know the material, just Find that happy balance. This next one you probably heard like multiple times, and even I'm guilty of doing this, but it's don't wait till the last minute to do something because it can be super stressful. Yeah, and okay, we're, let's just be honest, all of us, I know this because we've done group projects together, all of us, we haven't always followed this because as in high school, you you do get really busy with certain stuff, and it's hard to stay on top of everything, but if you are able to control it and you're able to control, like, you have time for certain things and you know that you'll be busy on this day so you know you can't study for something on this day or finish the project on something for that day, um, then you really need to take control and don't wait till the last minute to do something because it can be really hard uh, to catch up or to finish that project on the last night. Yeah, I agree. And also because there's so much technology, like, in our lives nowadays that, like, it's really tempting to just, like, go on your phone and then just scroll through, like, Instagram or something. But you need to learn to put, like, I know how my Spanish teacher used to always say this, that work first and then pleasure after. That, And I know that's, like, very cliche, but you really need to, like, apply that to, like, your routine because leisure can just be really tempting to put over your schoolwork. Yeah, and then also in AP classes, um, this is just, I think like in every AP class, a lot of the times work will be assigned and not due until one or two weeks later. So like for AP history classes, I know this rings true because the teacher will give you like a reading passage or something to do and it's not due for one to two weeks. And it's really easy. I know especially it was really easy for me last year to just be like, oh, that's not due for another one or two weeks. So I don't have to do it until like next week. But then time moves so fast. So, like, the next week would be literally the next day, and so it's just better to get things done earlier because then you won't have that burden on your shoulders the entire time because if you're anything like me, then you'll just be kind of, like, worrying about doing it for the whole entire week. Yeah, it just costs you a lot of stress and sleep, so just try to get it done as soon as you get the project. Um, just don't wait till the last minute. I also think another thing that can help 
that with this, and I know you've probably heard this before, but using a planner is, like, really good, and I personally, like, used to be like, oh, planners don't help, I'm not going to check it, but it's actually a really good, like, resource for managing time, because, like Hannah said, some assignments are due, like, one one week later, and just having that there for you to look at and focus on is going to be really helpful for you to juggle between so many classes and so many assignments, so having it all in one place is going to be really helpful for you to manage exactly um and i know not everybody is like a planner type of person so if you're not like a planner type of person and you use your phone a lot you can also like i know this is something i do i text myself so like i'll i have my number and i text myself to remind myself to do something so that i will see the message and be like oh that's something i need to do the last piece of advice we have is almost always do the extra credit, and a good way to raise your grade is the extra credit. If the teacher is offering it, it's worth your time, so do it. Um, I've noticed that AP teachers tend to offer a lot of extra credit, so you can definitely use that to boost your grade. Yeah, and some of these extra credit opportunities may not be worth your time if you already have an A. So, like, um, honestly, if you already have an A, like a 95% and above, I, I really wouldn't recommend doing the extra credit just because I don't think it's worth your time. But if you're like kind of teetering on an A minus and you want to get to an A or you're like at like a lower grade and you really like to get to like a B or an A or something like that, then I think it's definitely worth your time to do it because like Duani said, a lot of teachers are offering it. I mean, I know not everybody's teachers are offering it, but if they are and it's an opportunity for you to raise your grade, then you should definitely take it. Yeah, I agree. And also some extra credit can be pretty fun. Um, for AP World History, we had a tea testing where this, like, lady came in and we had to try tea and she gave us, like, a seminar on the history of tea in the library and it was really fun. And also for AP Biology, we had this extra credit opportunity to just go to the aquarium and do a scavenger hunt. I didn't do it myself, but I wish I did because it just seemed like a really easy way to get some points. Yeah, and then I know that there's, like, some harder AP extra credit um, that I've heard of. Like, I know someone had to make, like, a whole periodic table. Someone told me that from a different school out of, like, different, um, like, elements and things like that. So that might be a little harder. But then there's also, like, really fun extra credit opportunities, just, like, watching a movie and taking notes and turning that in. I know I did that for uh, biology a year ago, so... Um, yeah, just take advantage of the opportunities that are given to you, especially if you would like to hire your grade. Yeah, and if your teacher hasn't specified any extra credit, it doesn't um, hurt to ask your teacher if they offer extra credit. I know not all teachers do, but um, like Hannah said, if they do offer it, make sure you take advantage of it. Yeah, and then what you said there with um, talking to teachers, I think it's also really key that you communicate with your teachers if you are struggling or you want a higher grade. Okay, so that was our advice and discussion on some misconceptions about AP and honors classes. Yeah, but since we've actually taken some AP classes and tests, even though um, a couple of them were online, we thought it would be helpful to share our stories. Yeah, and so, Vincent, since you're our special guest, uh, why don't you tell us about your first ever AP test? Okay, um, my first ever AP test was AP Human Geography, and I remember going into it, I was, like, walking with Hannah, and then we, we were, like, kind of stressed about it, but then Hannah was just, like, just remember it's our first AP test, like, don't think it's going to, like, reflect the rest of your future, like, it's just a test, and even if, like, you bomb it, it's not that big of a deal, um, you just won't get the college credit, but 
that's like totally okay. Um, but but we, I took the test and it was a lot easier than I anticipated. And I think just knowing that if you prepared well for yourself, that it's going to be okay. And even if it doesn't end up like you wanted it to, that's fine too. It's just an AP test. Yeah, I remember being really nervous about our first one. I think I think we all had the same first AP test, right? AP Human Geography. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I remember we were uh, we had our AP test uh, early in the morning, and it was in like this gymnasium that our school never really uses. It's just like in the back. I'd never been in that room, and I was like really nervous for it because I don't know. It was just like my first one, and I didn't really know what to expect. And yeah, and so we were just sitting there and. I had to sit next to, like, they assign you seats, I think, by, like, last name or something like that. So I know, like, Vincent was sitting with one of our other friends, and Duane was, like, on the other side of the room, and I had to sit next to someone I did not know. And then we took it, and then after that, I just really wanted to go home, but I couldn't. But, yeah, I mean, it was kind of like a, a weird experience because, like you said, Vincent, it was, like, a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Like, I kind of really psyched myself into thinking that it was going to be this, like, immensely hard test that I was going to think about for, like, the rest of my life. But, no, I don't even remember anything that was on there. Yeah, sometimes I do that, too, where I just, like, I just imagine that's going to be, like, the hardest test ever, and then going into it's actually going to be really easy. And I don't know if that's, like, the healthiest, like, way to go about things, but it just really helps me in that moment. Yeah. So what about you, Duani? Yeah, I think it was, like, a Friday. I don't know. I think it was, like, Friday, and we were taking the test, and I actually just, like, psyched myself out, and I was, like, extremely nervous. But um, I think after I took the test, I felt fine-ish. Um, yeah, I was really nervous. And after I taking the test, it was like, okay, this wasn't so bad, actually. And you know what? It's fine. It doesn't really matter what grade I get. At least I tried my best. And whatever I get is whatever I get. Yeah, and like we talked about, that's kind of a good mindset to have when you're taking the AP test. I know that's really stressful. We know that it's really hard. Um, well, it might not necessarily be really hard, um, but it's definitely a very stressful situation. You're timed, you're scared, you're nervous, you really want to do well, because even though we all kind of joke about getting a one, we're like I think genu- genuinely we are all scared that we will fail, because um, Everyone, I think I know a lot of people who are just really scared of failure and rejection. And as teenagers, um, since we're still learning to accept ourselves and all that stuff, it's really hard when we fail or we get rejected from something. And so even though we're joking about it, we're actually kind of really nervous about it. So, yeah, like we said, just go into it knowing that it's not something that's going to impact you for the rest of your life. Yeah, definitely. And this year, for our sophomore year, with the um, the whole coronavirus, we had to take our AP test online, which was definitely a overall like, really weird experience online. I took the AP World test online, and it was definitely it was the whole like, setup was kind of weird. It was just one question, and I didn't really study much for it since it was kind of like open note, and you could like basically cheat or whatever. But um. Yeah, for that one also, I was really nervous because I had no idea how that was going to work. But I think it worked out fine. I mean, I got a good score. I'm happy about it. Um, what about you guys? Um, I think we all took April History Online. So it was like this one question, and then we had to answer it with like a prompt. And although it's like a pretty unfair way to like assess our knowledge of AP World, it was pretty nerve wracking because I was scared that I would be poorly judged off of this one question. But it ended up being pretty easy. I got a pretty good score. P Bio, on the other hand, was not like as I expected because I studied a lot. 
but the questions were so hard. Like, they were about cancer or something, and I was like, I don't remember learning about this or anything that I could apply this to for what, like, to what I learned, and even though, like, I left some questions blank, I still got a pretty good score, so I guess, um, I don't know, maybe they were just a little more lenient with this yeah, and for journalism, I actually wrote an article about AP testing the quarantine way. You know, at first I was really kind of upset that we were taking it online because I really didn't think it was, like, a fair opportunity to base. Because if you think about it, um, especially for, like, and the test I was taking, which was AP World, like they said, AP World is, like, the test uh, for AP World is divided into, like, four different sections with, like, four different questions and, like, multiple choice and things like that. So it's, like, a lot easier to gauge someone's knowledge on the course versus, like, one question, like, one prompt and things like that. And so, I don't know. I was kind of nervous because I didn't really think it was fair and I wrote this article and I had to get somebody else's input and this is kind of what they said they said quote we can still take the test and get credit which is great I don't think that just one FRQ can accurately represent the score that some students may or may not deserve yeah and so far from all the AP classes that I've taken I would have to say my favorite AP class is probably um AP Human Geography, I love the teacher, and I love the class, and then my least favorite, I mean, I haven't taken very many yet, so my second favorite, obviously, would have to be AP World. Vincent, you've taken, I feel like, a lot um, more than us, so what's your favorite and what's your least favorite, and kind of, like, why? Um, I've only taken one more than you guys, but um, I think my favorite was also AP Human Geography because I feel like I learned a lot out of that class. It was, like, a good basis for, like, what an AP class was. And, yeah, I, I agree. I love the teacher. She was, like, she wanted us to succeed, which was, like, what I loved about her. And the test was, like, really easy, so I liked that. What was your least favorite? Um, my least favorite would, I think, would have to be AP Bow. Even though I liked it a lot, it was just so much, like, work, and the labs were so challenging. But it was still a good class, and I got a lot out of it. Okay, I'm going to have to actually go opposite of you guys and say that AP World was for me, I liked AP World better than AP Human Geography, just because I like world history better than human geography. But I definitely think APHG was probably easier, though. I agree. And I know that, like, my eighth grade social studies teacher made it out to be such this hard class. And although it was challenging at times, it was a lot easier than I expected. And it was just a very impactful class for me, I guess. Yeah, and um, I think we're all excited to take um, the AP classes we're going to be uh, taking this year. I'm excited to take AP Lang. Yeah, me too. I'm also excited for AP Lang. And although we didn't really talk about it that much, um, we all took honors light. And although it was like a really challenging class and a lot of people didn't like it, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we didn't really touch on honors too much, even though this was like an AP and honors class thing, just because we kind of like grouped it together. But I think the main difference between, like, AP classes and, like, honors classes is AP is run through, like, college board, whereas, like, honors classes is mostly run through your school. So you might need to, like, I know for us, our school, anyone can sign up, but maybe for your school, you might need to go through, like, a selective process or something like that. But I definitely think that it's kind of like the same thing with AP classes. If you think you're capable of taking it, then you should definitely try to sign up for it because it can be really beneficial because even though it's really hard, like everyone really like at our school, Honors Lit is like infamous for being really hard. And even though it's really hard, I just felt like a lot of us like, didn't you guys think that you learned like a lot from that class? And even though it was like hard, it was kind of worth it. 
Yeah, definitely. It was definitely challenging, but I think it was one of, like, my favorite classes last year. It was just so much fun with all, like, the books that we read and all the projects that we did. Yeah, I agree. And I remember my freshman year contemplating, like, should I take honors late or should I not? Because of what everyone was saying, like, how challenging it was, it would be. But I'm really glad I took it because it ended up being one of my favorites, like Donnie said. Exactly. And I'm also really excited for all the AP classes that I'm taking this year. stories and discussion on AP slash honors classes. Yes, and we hope you enjoyed our special guest, Vincent. He's one of our good friends, and let us know if you would like him to come back and what we should talk about. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and hopefully you took away something from it. Yes, please let us know and share our podcast with family and friends. Also, if you support us, let us know by following our Instagram and Twitter at Even the Little Things Podcast. Anyways, we hope you guys enjoy this episode of our podcast. We post every Friday. Thanks again to our special guest, Vincent. Our podcast is dedicated to sharing advice, mistakes, confessionals, and giving you peace of mind on all the little things impacting teens today. Because it's not just you worrying about those little things. It's us, too. We hope you'll join us next time. Bye!